0: search engine marketing arena. This weekly radio show keeps you informed of the latest search news, offers insight on the biggest forum discussions, and puts your finger on the pulse of the search marketing community. Our hosts have made their way to the round table. The Pulse all of now.
1: Hello and welcome to the 40th edition of the Search Pulse. Today is Tuesday, October 30th. Uh, tomorrow is Halloween, and we already have the Halloween theme up live at the search engine round table. Check it out. It's pretty cool. It's actually a bit animated, um, so make sure to take a look at that. My name again is Barry Schwartz uh, from the Engine Roundtable. I work at Rusty Brick, and with me is Ben Pfeiffer, the Senior Editor at the Engine Roundtable from RankSmart.com. Chris Boggs is not with us again this week. Um, last week, he was busy with his new baby, and this week, he is busy with his new house. Um, he's actually moving today, or moving part of today, and uh, he couldn't make it... Uh, you try but he just couldn't make it the last minute.
0: Um uh, Ben, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're missing Chris, uh, but uh he is sure a busy guy these days.
1: Definitely, definitely. What do you think about the uh theme that's going on over at the uh, surgery table?
0: I like it. I think every, you know, the the, the themes you all do are always a great job and and Mike Gilson's designer does a wonderful job and so I think this is uh, another excellent theme that have added to the site. So I hope people enjoy it when they visit.
1: Cool. And last week, if you missed it, uh, the show is archived. You can check it out. It was the 39th edition. You could go ahead and go to the October 23rd archives. Just click on archives, scroll down to October, or search, scroll down to the search uh, the search pulse section, and then you'll be able to find it there. (coughs) In that section, uh, in that you know, show we talked about pay links, yeah, Site Explorer, Webmaster Tools, uh, duplicate content issues, and some other things in terms of search ads and paid listings. Uh, In this show. We'll spend the majority of our time talking about the PageRank update that hit um, over the weekend, sorry, last Friday night, I think, <coughs> and we will, uh, you know, talk about what people have been saying about it. Um, in, in summary, basically, Google did an update. Um, I believe it was maybe it was almost last week, the yeah, October twenty-fourth. And on October 24th, uh, they did some type of update where they seemed to change the visible page rank of many sites that apparently sold links, and those sites did not see a drop in ranking. All they saw was that their page rank went from a, you know, a page rank of six to a page rank of four, including the Search Surgeon Roundtable, which saw a page rank drop from a page rank of seven then to a page rank of six, and then to a page rank of uh, four. Um, our traffic actually increased in terms of the traffic we saw from Google. Uh, we still see an increase in traffic from Google. Um, so, everybody, by now, everybody knows this PageRank was out there to target sites that are selling uh, links on their site. Uh, we sell ads on our site. It's clearly labeled as sponsor links on the left hand side. Uh, we chose not to follow them. So, that's not okay with Google, and they have actually decided to. Lower our visible page rank in the toolbar. Um, again, our traffic's the same, just the page rank is, is different. So <clears throat> um, I, mean, I think maybe we should just like, you know, Ben, what do you think about this whole thing before I start getting into it?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's talking about it. It's kind of the big news, and uh, I guess to Google's benefit, people are kind of uh, talking about it quite a bit. I mean, you know, they do mean business, and this has been kind of hinted back, you know, for many, many months ago, that they were going to look at paid links closely. You know, Danny did an article on it, and Matt Cutts, even on his blog, had kind of, like, you know, very quietly mentioned that they were going to look a little bit more closer at this type of stuff, um, you know, honestly, I, I kind of think that you know they targeted a lot of sites that were very well known and very popular. A lot of people read. Um, and even some lesser-known sites, as we've seen some comment posts of people reporting PageRank uh, drops. But in a lot of ways, I kind of think it—you know—Google. This is kind of a PR stunt in some ways. I mean, you know, if you're going to go after some of the, these large sites, obviously they're going to talk about it and spread around, you know, kind of what happened to them and what Google's doing. Um, and this will further to go to educate people. So, um, you know, instead of taking kind of a—you know—reactive stance like they've taken before, sometimes this is definitely very proactive. Um, and it just kind of goes to further that they're kind of looking stricter on paid links, and you know these activities that webmasters are doing. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily negative, and, and this might even be a positive for you know some mom and pop shops out there that you know don't have such a large budget in order to purchase links, and uh, you know with the re- reduction of Pagerank rank of some of these popular sites, it makes them a whole lot less attractive to buy ads on. So. Um,
1: Right, I agree. Um, I could tell you that one advertiser sent me an email like two days after it happened saying, please remove my ad um, and please do not charge my credit card anymore. No explanation. And one other advertiser actually emailed me saying, "Um, I know what happened and I still um, want to actually advertise on your site. Please, I just want to show you that I'm not buying the link for PageRank. I'm buying the link because I want to support the site. So please continue to charge me. I felt that was really nice. Uh, because, <clears throat> as you know, um, you know we, we, we spend a ton of time writing every day. Um, I actually even hire hire a writer tomorrow to actually write every day, and it's not cheap, and it, nor is it free to uh, you know publish content every single day. We publish about ten articles a day, and we have to make money from somewhere. We do have sponsor links, and we do have pay, you know, we do have text links and also banner ads. Um, why don't I know follow them? I mean, I just never have because. Initially, the nofollow tag was introduced to represent a site, a link that you actually do not trust. Do so you look back at why the nofollow tag was created, it was about trust. Do you trust us or not? So everybody said, you know, use it in comments, use it for people who put automatically publish comments, use it in guest books, use it in forums where you don't control the links people post. <clears throat> but I review every single advertiser, every single link that I put on the site, uh, in the sponsor listings, and. I trust them. I trust every single one of them. I wouldn't post there if I didn't. I turn down advertisers all the time. Will I, you know, slap on a no follow tag in the future? I don't know. I really, I don't know. Right now, I mean, maybe this will weed out people who advertisers who are actually buying the link for pay drink. And if that's the case, it will weed out some advertisers, and the rest will stay. And then I don't have I don't have anything to worry about because I still have my core advertisers who are supporting the site and supporting the you know the industry. And I and I have other ones that are not. So. Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, what I think happened obviously I'm not I'm not mad at Google at all. Google has to do this. I think this is a smart move by Google. Um I you know, Google has to do something about people who are buying links to manipulate their search rankings and I agree with Google's move on this. I think this was the best way for them to go about it because this way they are targeting people who are buying links, saying, Don't buy links on these sites because they have a low page rank and a lot of people base the price um uh, the Price they're going to pay for a link based on the page of that site. So this will weed a lot of people out, of saying I'm not going to buy links from certain sites because they have a low page rank. <laughs> um, and Matt, uh, Matt and also the industry has given us fair warning that this would happen. Uh, on October 7th, Danny Sullivan, as you know, posted an article saying Google will go ahead and target sites that are selling page And this is obviously one of their main responses. Who knows what's going to happen in the future, but. We've been warned. So this is what happened, and I, you know, I have no ill will against Google. I think this is a really, uh, I think it's one of the, m- the most uh, logical moves they can make because on you know, one side they don't want to drop the ranking of those sites, but they do want to influence people who are buying links on their sites not to buy links anymore. So how can they do that? They just lower the visible page rank and they keep their rankings the same. Because Google wants the quality sites in their index, they want them to rank well, but yet they don't want people to abuse. Their algorithms by buying links on those sites, so this is a way to go about it. uh... Ben, what do you? I mean, what are your thoughts about that statement?
0: Yeah, I mean that's true, and, and you know, back to kind of what you said about your advertisers and, and those supporting you and those kind of leaving. You know, I guess uh, you know if you were to no follow those links in the past, you know, it would it make the advertising on your site a whole lot less, you know, attractive? You know, just in general, before this would have happened, you know, uh... if you're going to pay two hundred, three hundred dollars a month for a link, then you know it's getting no followed then. Webmaster's kinda of like, well what's the point? The traffic's great and I'm sure your advertisers now are getting a good amount of traffic from the links on the left hand side. Um, you know, and the other question too kinda of comes up with some of this is like how far is Google Google gonna go with this? You know, how many other sites are they gonna target and the next PageRank update? Is this gonna happen to, you know, additional sites and will these sites that have PageRank drop, will they come back eventually if they remove the links? Um, you know, and uh, you know, Matt has talked in the past about, you know, deliberate um, you know, recognition of, of whether you have paid links on your site or not, whether it's using a nofollow or whether it's just labeling it paid links, you know, or it's a paid section, or this is a paid review. But we've seen cases where that actually has happened. You know, I've seen some comments where people have you know, specifically said, look, this is a paid review. Um, we're getting paid to do this, but still the Pagerank rank dropped. And, um, you know, I think it was like ProBlogger had a particular article that they don't sell links, but they got penalized somehow. Um so I don't know. Okay, I I think yeah. honestly
1: their page rank is actually back now.
0: Is it? Yeah. It's good they, for them.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I agree. Um I agree. Um the other thing is I today I wrote a post which you know, I, I submitted to Spin which got a lot of discussion over at Spin as well as on our on our blog. We have about 10 comments. Uh basically I described how uh I feel Google actually determined what Site, which sites were selling page uh, selling links, and basically, um, you know, why or how Google actually went about demoting the page rank on those sites in the toolbar. So I basically said, you know, obviously they launched, um, they launched the pay, the paid link reporting tool back in June this year. So they had tons of people submit sites, sites they love, sites they hate, etc. You know, sites that are selling links on their site. Um, so once they collected this huge database of sites that are selling links. They probably had a few Google people over there, you know, sift through, sift through the list to see uh, if they actually are selling links or not. And obviously, there's probably hundreds, or maybe thousands, or maybe tens of thousands or more of sites in that database. Um, one of those sites, I think, that skipped over was YouTube, and YouTube actually caught itself. You know, this, uh, their pagerank went down to three or four. <clears throat> uh, maybe somebody as a joke submitted them to, uh, you know, as a of a paid link report. Um, and then obviously that was reversed a few a day after or so after that PageRank update went out. Uh, but I mean this is just, you know, I think this is a manual process and I think Danny afterwards at Spin went ahead and commented and saying, Yes, this is what Google told us they're gonna do, and they're currently using a manual method to determine this and hopefully in the future uh, Google will actually automate it. Um and if that's the case, obviously Google's gonna stick with this and they're gonna say anybody who's selling links and not no following those links you're to, you know, are going to see this drop in page rank in the toolbar. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a drop in ranking. Um, I don't know if that's going to lead to it. Uh, but basically, what he said is that uh, this is pretty much the stay. And now sites like myself and sites like Forbes, sites like um, you know, Lord Baker's Search Engine Journal have to make decisions if they're going to slap on a no follow on their links, uh, if they're going to you know, or if they're just going to stick it out and see what happens. Um, I mean, it's really I have to figure it out. I mean, will my advertiser feel a slap in the face? I don't trust them by slapping on a no follow tag. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna to have to probably spend one day, you know, collecting their email addresses and emailing them and saying, hey, you know, would you be upset? And if so, this is the way it is. And that's it. Uh, it's nothing personal. It's just this is the way Google feels it has to be. So I think I might have to go that route. We will see. What do you think about that? Should we should we go that route or not?
0: Uh. Honestly, I don't. I, I I think not. I mean, you know, there was points raised that you know, like if if Google's not really concerned for you, you know, and maybe that's the question you could ask your advertisers whether you know if it's really concerned for them in order to have that no follow and give them the option to to have that place there or not, um, you know, because if if they're just you know doing it for advertising and because and a lot of people read Search round Roundtable. And not necessarily for the the ranking boost that they could possibly get. Then there's no really necessary reason to have a no follow. You know, that's all I kind of have a problem with Google's stance about every single paid link has to have a no follow. Like, really, come on. You know, like that's just not sensible. You know, and and there's a lot of people that don't even use nofollows or much less know how to use them. And whether they're, you know, even though they are relatively really simple, um, you know, the fact is is not everybody's going to use them. Um, but you mentioned, you know, like, you know, I agree totally that, it, you know, it's a manual thing and, and you, you know, that's been verified. Um, I know we've been talking about this in the past for a couple years, actually, in terms of like how Google would actually figure out about to determine paid links and whether it's possible not to do it automatically. Um, and so, you know, when you hear Matt Cutts talk about specifically, he kind of mentions, you know, please provide machine-readable disclosure of your paid links. Um, and so I personally think it'd be really difficult for them to do it automatically um in the algorithm to to spot these links because if they roll out with something that's you know very strict and harsh then it's gonna hurt a whole lot of sites and that's gonna you know d- definitely affect you know the, the opinion people have on google um so you know back to your original question yeah i i i would think maybe give them a choice
1: okay. All right, so we'll have to decide on that, but let's take a commercial break. We're halfway through the show, and uh, when we get back, we'll talk about some new topics, such as Site Explorer, AdSense, and uh, some other things. So let's, we'll speak to you soon. Again, this is the 40 edition. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Revenue Magazine, it keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah, I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> you know, Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at Revenue revenue today.com oh, mine's got a centerfold revenue magazine the performance marketing standard for more information go to revenue
0: guys are you suffering from ed email delivery problems is your email list underperforming then let jpg mail enhance your results we've got the best in email enhancement products on the web Our email delivery service will enlarge and maximize the monetization of your data. JPGmail will fulfill your needs from data acquisition, management, mailing to reporting, and give you the confidence to pick up visitors, enter a URL easily, and download suppression lists to enjoy that feeling of total satisfaction. We'll give you guys the ultimate tools, and we'll show you how to use them. Email enhancement, where you need it the most. JPGmail.com On top
1: of the World Wide Web stands an elite class of multi-billion dollar online internet giants. Excellence in execution and exposure are key webmasterradio.fm has gathered together an elite society of experts that will give you the tools necessary to move ahead of the pack affiliate marketing advertising and public relations find your way to the top check out the affiliate marketing advertising and public relations section on demand on webmasterradio.fm Hello, and welcome back to the 48th edition of Search Pulse. And my name is Barry Schwartz. Today is October 30th, and Ben is with me again. Um, I wanted to you know, move into the next topic. Previously, we talked about you know, the page rank uh, drop for paid links. Now we're going to move into uh, the Site Explorer issue, which we reported about two weeks ago. Um, Site Explorer was basically showing, it was very interesting, and I'll try to recap you. Uh, Site Explorer was showing two different sets of results. Um, one set of results if you were logged into Site Explorer, um, and another set of results if you were not logged into Site Explorer. Yahoo admitted that is a problem, um, on Friday, Friday night, I think. Or Friday late afternoon. And they did a blog post saying yes, it was a problem and that they will be fixing it. <coughs> and Yahoo actually said um Yahoo, Yahoo actually said it should be fixed sometime this week. So it's a good response, it took a while for them to respond. They apologize, but things are going to be addressed this week with that. Ben have you uh noticed anything with that?
0: um uh, yeah, I have noticed it was fixed um you know this really didn't bother me too much, but it was kind of good example of like kind of the webmaster community noticing some of this stuff and and then getting it fixed you know based on our feedback um so you know I'm glad they fixed it and uh you know I have seen I did do some checks before the show, and it did seem like uh things were getting fixed.
1: Cool, definitely. Um, all right, the next thing that uh, that I wanted to report was another bug uh, was an AdSense bug where the AdSense channels were not, um, you know, adding up to the aggregate numbers. So, if you you know, with AdSense, you can actually break down um, to see which site or which type of, what they call channels, um, are actually doing well. So, let's say I wanted to set up a channel for the Search Your Roundtable and set up a channel for Rusty Brick. I could do that. This way I could cha- I can actually... Of track which ads are doing you know well on which sites I can also set up different channels for different ad sizes and different um uh, colors themes etc so this is a a tool to allow you actually see what type of uh, ads are working which ones are not so the channel data was actually not adding up to the aggregate data um, That was reported as early as uh october twenty second october twenty second monday uh we reported on october twenty fourth and then on october twenty sixth uh the actual, or uh, the October 25th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Google has actually fixed it. Google then did a post, I think, yesterday at the AdSense blog saying it has been fixed as well. Ben, uh, <coughs> I'm not sure if you had any comments about that, but
0: uh, yeah, I important. actually did notice this. I don't know how long this has been going on, but I did see this in some sites, and it wasn't like a large like uh, discrepancy. It was maybe like 10 impressions or something I'd see, or maybe sometimes like 30 or 40 impressions different between, you know, the URL and then the specific channel. Um and so it was kind of weird, but I didn't uh it's not nothing that's going to be really important. I remember I kept thinking I was like, did I misplace an ad somewhere? <laughs> Is right. that yeah. why it was it's that? You know, but then I could go back and check it and that wasn't the case.
1: Right. It was throwing some major discussions over oh, at all like several forums like Digital Point Webmaster World and Google Groups. Uh but that that has been resolved and everybody seems happy because all the data is now up-to-date even in the past, so it's just a reporting issue. Uh, the next thing that a lot of these AdSense publishers were excited about is on October 24th, Google announced that um, they will be ad- uh, coming out with a way to um, change the, you know, the actual AdSense ads in the AdSense console without having to actually copy and paste the, that code back into your, into your web page. So now if you make a change to your ads and ad in any way, color, theme, size, or whatever, you actually have to copy and paste the new code directly back into your um, you know, pages. Now if you just, well, in the future, you're going to take one snippet of code, copy and paste it into your page, and then whenever you make a change to that code, under the Manage Ads area, you'll see a new um, area called Manage Ads in the ads and setup. You'll be able to manage those ads, click Edit the Settings, and then once you make those changes, that will appear in almost real time on your pages without having to copy and paste the adsense code again which is a great feature, a time-saving feature and a lot of people are very excited about it uh, Ben, anything on that?
0: Yeah, this is awesome. Yes, finally, um, this will save a whole lot of time and effort and just make a whole lot of testing of different specific ad groups And I mean, specific type of styles of ads and sizes and stuff like that a whole lot easier so this is a really really wonderful change, and I think that's what everybody just kind of said as you mentioned
1: excellent um are you do you use ad center a lot Microsoft ad Center
0: um a little bit yes,
1: all right they announced um yesterday um that they are releasing some new changes um what is going to be some more real time editorial status? Basically, that means is um, as you make changes to your ad or add new ads or keywords, it will actually do some validation on the form, some basic stuff to tell you, you know, you can't have this, you can't have this, you can't have that. And this way you don't have to waste your time submitting the ad and then getting an email back saying, hey, these ads aren't validated, these aren't good. You'll get that response right away. They also released some new campaign management features and some more reporting features. Um, There wasn't much discussion in the forums about it, but there were some, I don't know. What do you think about these features?
0: I think they're great, especially the editorial feedback. I know it did take a little while um, in the past. And um, I don't use AdSense a tremendous amount, but I do have some campaigns that are running, and uh, I think this is a definite benefit. And I think some of the chatter, as you mentioned, was kind of, you know, they're still a ways away from, you know, getting 100%, but, you know, these are really good steps. Um, and from what I can see, they're doing, a, you know, a relatively pretty good job to get there.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Some of the other features in the campaign management, they added a daily budget option, which we reported back a while ago. Um, Obviously, some default dynamic text features, a way to import your ads from AdWords editor. In addition, the reporting features include uh, to access uh, recent reports and report templates right in the reporting tab to drag and drop to reorder your custom reports columns and also some total and averages Are now shown on the other reports, which is a nice (coughs) and a convenient feature to have. Uh, The next thing is there was a reported Google Image update. So images.google.com, if you ever use it to find images, Uh, it seems some people were reporting some higher traffic or some less traffic from Google Images, which then seemed to be that there was some rank update or image index update uh, at Google Images. Uh, Not sure, Ben, if you track any of that. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Um well i do uh uh have a photo blog, so I do get a lot of image traffic like a whole bunch um and i didn't honestly see any increase or decrease in traffic, so i didn't really see a big change, but I guess um uh, as people reported, it did happen so
1: not necessarily i mean we sometimes our reports are uh the things that you find in the forums are not true um uh, but you know it might not be true we don't know it's just a lot of chatter about and it, I generally you know, find it that like it true
0: it, it, it it's a little bit, it's not like an update, like a, you know, search update. I mean, it's a little bit more dynamic in the fact that images kind of will shift around a bit, you know, based on, like, kind of what's, what the search is and stuff like that. Um, and so, like, I know I've had some images that have been, you know, for over a year for, like, a one-word phrase, that's just consistently in the top, but it kind of fluctuates between, you know, the top four, and then maybe it'll be the top eight or, you know, then the below part. But, you know, for the most part, you know, it does move around a little bit.
1: Right. Okay. Um there was a great uh thread, a unique thread over at uh Creative Side Forums which said basically asking are SEOs better searchers? I mean, SEOs know how search engines work better than a generic searcher or a generic internet user. So by definition an SEO should be a better searcher. I mean I would agree with that. There's lots of reasons why that would come down to it. But what are your thoughts overall on on, you know, are SEOs better searchers?
0: Well, I hope we are <laughs> uh... yeah i think we are i think we are better searchers uh, i mean i would agree with that it was a really cool question You know, just kind of think about you know what our job entails, and like we're constantly searching. So, you know, would it imply that we are better searchers? And I think so. You know, definitely we use the you know more in depth type of search you know queries and stuff like that, and and operators uh, to in order to to craft our search to get the information that we need. So, you know, I'd say we we are better searchers, and we're able to find information. And I also think we may be able to go deeper too in terms of find information that we need. Um, You know, and have tools available to us in order to find that quickly, too. Right, I agree. I
1: agree. All right, that's pretty much all the time we have. I'm going to go into lightning round quickly and then we'll recap. Um, so, basically, here's a lightning round. Uh, uh, AdWords released a blog post explaining it, uh, that they actually released a new feature in the AdWords console which shows you a more detailed review of your quality score. So, now if you have a poor, you know, quality score to actually show you why. It'll say yeah, your landing page is not good, your, your click-through rate is not good. It'll tell you in more detail exactly why your, your quality score is what your quality score is. AdWords um, has also switched things around. They moved your negative keyword uh, tool to a new location, so make sure to check that out. Um, Gmail launched a IMAP, IMAP support. A lot of people are very, very excited about it. A lot of people have the IMAP support, um, but the thing is a lot of people also do not have it yet. Um, Google's Gmail rep told us that um, it should be released by tomorrow or the next day for everybody. So if you don't have IMAP yet, hold that in a couple more days and you should have it. In addition, Google is actually releasing a Google Gmail, uh, Gmail version 2. Um, not much you can see in difference. It's just the structural changes. Mostly there are some changes to the con- There's a contact manager and stuff like that. But mostly it's just a way to speed up and allow them to actually integrate other Google services directly into uh, gmail so that's coming soon Microsoft uh the big business news this past week was Microsoft uh partnered with facebook um uh, this past week to show you know ads on facebook or and also to actually own a percentage of them so that was pretty uh pretty big a lot of people talked about that something interesting uh we firefox Mozilla released their uh financial statements and the majority like uh, it was like i don't know I think it was about eighty percent or seventy percent I'm not exactly sure of that number. Uh, came from Google, you know, basically feeding them or funding them. Google basically gave them 56 million dollars in 2006. Pretty shocking, pretty huge, but it was interesting anyway. Uh, that pretty much recaps, uh, you know, everything. That's for the 40th edition of the first Pulse. I uh, hope to post the recap tomorrow afternoon after the show is archived at scroundtable.com. If you have any you know, comments or anything, just go ahead and post um, a comment to tomorrow's post. Again, that's seroundtable.com. That was the 40th edition of the Search Pulse. It took place Tuesday, October 30th. Thank you, Ben. Chris, hopefully your, your move's going well. Everyone, tune in next week, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And everyone, have a great night.